You're listening to the A to Z of Spirituality by Divine Soul Yolandi Bosso. I work with lightworkers and starseeds who are ready to transform their lives and shine. I will be covering loads of topics relating to spiritual growth and I will teach you what I have learned on my own journey so far. A journey of connecting with my sacred Mary Magdalene sisterhood, my cosmic lineage, my earth ancestors, sacred sites around the world and my own divine soul. So, if you are ready for some profound ideas and deep spiritual connection, make sure you join me today. Grab a cuppa and let's shine. Welcome beautiful soul to another episode um, and this theme that we're working with at the minute um, is K is for magic, magic with a K. So this was quite an interesting one because it took me <laughs> a bit of time to actually uh record this session because every time it felt like oh you haven't seen the bigger picture um and i literally woke up this morning at four o'clock and my guides were like boom 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 here are all the pieces of what you need to share today so i am going to tell you a little bit more about how um understanding magic and investigating magic led me back to my truth okay so yeah it's been a bit of an interesting ride and um i think what also happened was i wasn't lost and very last week and uh, a lot of the um, events there triggered very very old memories within me that sort of interwove into this story that i want to share with you today as well so i think we'll start at the beginning of all of this and it's also interesting for me because um, my book that is launching very soon um, and that literally arrived this week as well uh, speaks about uncovering our truths and really delving in to see these parts of ourselves that is still hidden. So for me, today is really about explaining to you how I found a new part of myself because of a, a misguided truth that I held um inside myself so yeah so let me start so basically many many years ago so if i think about this is probably about 30 years ago um i grew up in south africa and i was obviously in in a school there um an afrikaans school as well um afrikaans white school back in south africa in the early 90s so this was before um, the end of apartheid still and when we were very much ruled by the crazy ass <laughs> white supremacist governments and i had this memory last week and it actually kind of like almost took my breath away when i thought about it about us being put in a bus at my school i think i was about 14 maybe 15 but i'm pretty sure i was 14 um, us all being bused to the English school <laughs> and up the road and we were all sat in this big hall and this man came and he spoke to us and he had a projector and he told us these stories about all these satanic things in the world and basically um, we were obviously all Christian schools back in those days about how everything that has got to do with pop music or anything like that is basically from the devil and you're going to go to hell if you listen to any of this stuff. And when I thought back on this memory, I was just like my whole body was like recoiling because I was like, oh my God, I remember this. But one of the things that was 
the trigger for me last week to the remembering was that he had a pentagram up on the screen and he had this um, devil head inside the pentagram. And then he said to us that the pentagram is the sign of the devil. And basically, if you have a pentagram on your school bag, because we were all very much into our symbols and doing our things, you know, peace signs and all that type of stuff, then it basically meant that you were a Satanist and you worshipped the devil. And this was <laughs> just crazy shit that this man basically spouted at all of us. And it was the funniest thing, because when I went for a walk with an old school friend who actually lives here in the UK as well, she's a bit older than me. And I asked her if she remembered that. And she was like, oh, my God, yes, I remember sitting in a hall listening to this man. And it was literally this institutionalized indoctrination from the government to put this whole fear into us as teenagers um, and and keep us in line um, with the the Christian doctrine or the church doctrine of the time, um, which when I think back is just absolutely vile. I I yeah I'm like a little bit shocked that this was actually allowed, but obviously this was going on all around um, during that time, and so that then brought me back into um, the space of when I moved to the UK. Um, obviously here there's massive, um, like a lot of Wiccan, pagan belief systems and stuff, and it's really beautiful, but I didn't understand any of that or I hadn't educated myself in that because I'd never been drawn back in South Africa to the whole witchy vibe. Like, um, And here obviously I met a whole bunch of new people and everyone was really into this and I was getting a little bit more and more intrigued and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. So. Then I decided last year, end of the year, I just had this nagging feeling inside of me that I wanted to do a, a, a DNA test, so a DNA ancestry test. And I said to my husband, I was like, I want to do this. He's like, okay, awesome. I'll buy you a DNA test for Christmas, which was really cool. So he then went and did all the re research um, as a proper Virgo does and found literally one of the best ones on the market and uh, gifted that to me um, end of last year. So I had that done. I got the results early in this year and my lineage or my ancestry then <laughs> showed that I was 51% English. And I was like, oh, cool. This is so amazing because I felt so calling back to the land here um, when I decided to suggest that we move back to England in 2018. Um, there was something deep inside, literally, that felt like I needed to come back to the UK um, and to then have this this literal like DNA ancestry confirmation of being 51 percent English um, was quite cool. And I was like, oh, wow. So, <laughs> you know, my ancestors would have been druids and, and pagans and witchy people and all of that. And I was like, this is really intriguing. And then I met some some new friends who were really into this stuff as well. Um, and I asked my my dear friend um, Karen to please educate me on what like all this witchy stuff is about because at that point in time, not understanding the recoil in my body or the 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 trying to um, sort of you know avoid this stuff, I just knew I had to learn more. And obviously, the the ancestry test was a bit of a push into that direction because. You want to know what your ancestors did. You want to know where the traditions of the land that you live on come from. 
Um, and it was such an amazing experience. So um, over the period of a month, she properly, properly educated me in all things witchy. And I realized that what I had been taught back home in South Africa about the pentagram and all of this was absolutely bunkum, like absolute bullshit. And when she started explaining to me about how it represented um, our connection to nature and that was a representation of the five elements and how the whole ethos about um, these ways of living was literally about um, connecting with nature. It was about balance. It was about respect. It was really uh, about honoring everything that was around us and working with it. And when I decided to do this episode, I thought to myself, I want to see what the term magic actually, what is the, the dictionary meaning? And I went to the Urban Dictionary and I found this beautiful line and this lady had written, she said, magic is the art of utilizing natural forces around us to bring about change. And that was so amazing because when we started speaking about spell work and all of those type of things, this stuff came up. But the point of my story is that when I allowed myself to go investigate something that I didn't feel comfortable about and that my body was still not embracing, it changed my whole perspective on a side of life that I had avoided for many, many, many years. And so I, I just, and I realized last week that the reason my body was recoiling was because I was literally brainwashed into believing that this stuff was evil. And now having educated myself, having gone into the world and asked the questions and seen what it means to me and how it is, it changed my whole perspective. And it opened up a brand new way of even working, of doing what I do, of my connection with Mother Gaia, all of that type of stuff, just because I gave myself permission to go and ask the questions and find out what I needed to find out. And I literally read books about like the history of witchcraft, etc. So I really went all out <laughs> to understand this, um, this, this whole new side of life that was surrounding me. Um, and so for me, the, the reason why I am doing this podcast today is that um, I, I feel that there are many, many things in our lives that have been placed upon us by our society. So in my case, the, the whole belief system that I walked around with for 40 odd years about this stuff being evil um, was placed on me by a group of people who tried to control the country. So where are you in the world? And how how did your society, your government, your um, your people around you, your schools, your churches, your your mosques, your whatever it is for you, whatever your belief system is, whatever it is that you are in at this point in time, your parents, everyone that surrounds you, what did they instill in you? that might not be true. Because for me, this really, really made me think about like, what is there, what else is there that I'm not, that I'm not in alignment with? What else is there that I'm not looking at? And I'm speaking about things here as well, like, you know, having come from a country where as a white person, you were told that anyone that wasn't white was a certain way that was different to you, that wasn't good, whatever. 
you know, that type of, um, again, like systematic breakdown of our connection with other humans is rife in the world. And what are you holding on to? What are you subconsciously even, like not even aware of these beliefs that you hold within you? So it feels to me that when we are able to set ourselves free from certain old beliefs, we reconnect ourselves with parts of ourselves that we have forgotten. So in my case, when I let go of that belief, when I allowed myself to educate myself back into the witchy ways of the world, it opened up something beautiful within me and it, it brought me closer to nature. So I'm really grateful for this episode happening in my life for this whole part of it that I could reconnect on a, on a more um, open-minded level. So take some time today to sit and think about where in your life are you quite rigid about stuff or where in your life are you quite like this is the way it should be. Because when I wrote the book and I started thinking about, you know, how rigid we are as humans with our, with our rights and wrongs, right, with our truth, it is quite shocking how we destroy relationships, how we destroy our connection with people because we hold on to these very strong beliefs and these very strong, and I'm putting air quotes around this now, these strong truths that sometimes we don't even know why the hell we believe what we believe. And part of our conscious awakening, part of our reconnection with who we are as people and um, who we are as a soul being it's really about like figuring out what shit you carry around in you that is disconnecting you from the people around you and disconnecting you from yourself and disconnecting you from, from just all the love and the beauty in the world. And for me, that magic brought me back into the, the reverence for nature and the, the like really looking at what's going on and how things are how we are destroying nature, what we are doing, how we are not honoring it anymore, right? So, so yeah, so my call, my call to action for you is, is that start unraveling your truth. Start looking, because there might be some stuff that is cool, like, you know, you've built it up and you've, you've cultivated it and you've tested it and you've researched it and you've looked into it. But for most <laughs> parts of my of my own personal experience you know it's only in the last 10-15 years that I've really gone shit why am, why do I think this why do I believe this why am I doing this um and yeah it's quite liberating when you start start trying something new and finding out new information and um I thought it was really quite profound as well um in my book I asked my husband to contribute a um, a chapter. So for his book, I wrote something about my experience of his long distance cycling. And then I said to him, well, you know, you're always standing next to me, like whilst I'm creating all this weird shit in life and I'm doing all these things. So I'd love for you to just share something about how you feel about what I do, because his beliefs are vastly different to my beliefs. And my husband is a science man. Um, he loves a good experiment. Um, he's always research, reading and researching and finding out stuff and sharing them with me, which I'm really grateful for because, again, it opens my perspective on a lot of things. Um, but he he doesn't necessarily believe in what I believe. But in the chapter that he wrote for me, 
and he named it magic, which is so cool because it goes with the theme even of today's podcast. But in his chapter, he wrote without me asking him for any theme or anything, he wrote about his magic and my magic actually so beautifully interwoven, even if they don't um, they don't necessarily have the same substantiation behind them, or you know they don't have the same ways of uh, being um, like really like us standing behind them. They merge somehow, and we allow each other to hold truths. We allow each other to hold truths that the other one doesn't necessarily understand or even support, but we allow the other person to be in their truth in our relationship so we're not going you have to believe what i believe you have to be spiritual in the way that i am spiritual you have to do this you have to do that and i think part of this whole thing and this life is about us allowing people to figure out their truths and us allowing the space for people to expand and be in their truths Okay, and not trying to force them to be in our truth. Like I was literally forced as a teenager to be in the truth of that man and told that this is the only way it can be, which is never real because we are never ever, and it's fine if that's his truth, bless him and let him go on and, and live his life according to his truth. But trying to force your truth onto someone else is not the way to do it trying to force your truth ever onto anyone else is not the way to do it. We need to create space for people to hold their truths. And if it's making you feel uncomfortable, you have to dive in. If it's making you feel like, like this is really, really triggering you, go in there and go and see what it is that you need to look at within you. Because it's always a beautiful experience when you step back and you go, oh my God, I'm holding this truth. I need to check this out. Exactly like the way that I felt about the pentagrams being all over England in every single shop, everywhere that you walk in, right? That was my that was my misguided truth there that I needed to rectify for myself. I could have kept it, but I chose not to. So yeah, so that basically is just my my insights for today. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I love it. This morning the husband was. Um, sitting in bed having tea with me and I just needed to share this little line with you and he looked at me and he's like follow your soul not the asshole (laughs) that's exactly it so in all of your decisions to find the magic to find your truth follow your own soul okay so have a magical week Um, my book is out to order at the minute so feel free to look for it on my website divinesoul.me the book is called the starseed sacred circle Uh, it is a journey back to your truth it is literally my journey of coming back to who I am um, healing and finding all the woo in the world that led me back to my beautiful soul connection um, so yeah, I would love for you to, to read it. So go check it out. The pre-orders are up at the minute. So have a beautiful day and I will be back soon. Um, the next episode will be L, uh, and I will be speaking about my journey with light language and giving more information about what it actually is, how it all works. So I'd love for you to join me for that episode coming up very soon. 
Have a beautiful day. Thank you.